Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. I'm Josh Kalinowski, and in today's talk, we are going to unveil to you the word of the year for myself, and uh, and it's just me. I'm going to actually do this solo today because uh, I just kind of want to hit home with this. And um, of course, like anything, life gets busy, and James is already hitting the ground hard with uh, achieving and going after his goals personally for himself and for the company. And uh, I just wanted to uh, take a little bit of time with you, the audience, and talk a little bit about uh, why it is so important to get the one word in for your year and share with you my process, share with you what my word is, and hopefully it'll inspire you to take some time to do this. Uh, You know, we've been doing uh, the one word uh, for a number of years. In fact, as we've maybe said before in the past, I don't know if you've missed that before, but we give it to every single one of our staff, employees, independent contractors, uh, and then just numerous other people, people that we do business with, people that are not even within our company walls. Uh, We share this uh, book with them because we know how much of an impact it's made in our lives. And uh, we want to continue to we want to continue to grow that. We want to continue to uh, pour into other people and we want to serve others. And we know that if we just held that within and we didn't uh, share that uh, with other people, that we would be doing a disservice to uh, what this great book can do in your life. And so, uh, you know, as I was reflecting this last year on 2020, when I was reflecting this last year on where I wanted to head for 2021, uh, the word, the one word uh, really plays a big part in that. Uh, my word for last year, just for you guys all to um, to know, and many of you know this, is that it was fire. And uh, when you first hear that word, man, that could be really super intimidating. And I know for many people around me, my staff is most certainly included, my wife as well too, and that wasn't the word that they necessarily wanted to hear. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a word where, you know, when you think about it, you're like, okay, I'm going to burn everything down around me. And uh, I'm going to set fire to even the things that are doing really well. I'm just going to start burning things down. I'm going to be a flamethrower and I'm going to start destroying things in my life that we've built up. And I will say that in the past, there's no doubt about that. If I would have gotten that word probably five or six years ago, that probably would have been the case. Um, I would have probably destroyed a lot more things than I uh, ended up honing this year. And, uh, you know, as I, as I received that word at the beginning of 2020, there's no doubt. I mean, I was intimidated by that word. I was, I was a little bit scared of what that could be. And I had to change my perspective. I had to flip the script and the story that I was telling myself of what fire could mean in my life. And of course, you know, before that, uh, or at that time, this was pre COVID. We didn't even have a clue what was going to go on, uh, realistically in, our country, let alone our community. And boy, did that word ever come to fruition throughout this last year. You know, there were a lot of things that um, the word fire meant in my life. You know, when I think of fire, I really go back to uh, about 2017 when I read the book, Play the Man, and it literally lit a fire in my soul which allowed me to start to pursue things that I became not only just passionate about, but what I discovered was more of my purpose. I started to create and architect the blueprint 
for where I wanted my life to go. And that fire back then started to burn and burn and burn brighter every time that I followed those passions, every time that I started to uh, implement those goals and and put myself in a position for uh, a greater chapter in my life. Now, there were many setbacks, and and when the book comes out, Strike Three, which uh, you guys will be able to pre-order this book in about uh, another week and a half, you know, I explain about some of those big setbacks I had. I mean, it wasn't just about the baseball setbacks. It was about other things in my life uh, that were setting me back. But at the time, once again, I felt it was a setback. In reflection, it was everything that I needed in order to step into the life that I have right now. And I think that's one of the things that is really interesting as we go through these chapters in our lives, we can often look at them as setbacks. You know, we have the, you know, every setback is an opportunity for the comeback, right? Well, I would also say that every opportunity that we have that we would consider a setback or a failure is exactly what we need in order to get to the level that we want to get to. Now, those setbacks, those failures sometimes don't align with the road and the path that we have designed or that we want to go down. But when you, when you reflect and you have an opportunity to really see what life has actually opened up to you, it's pretty amazing if you have the attitude of what we call gratitude. You know, there's, there's been many challenges in our lives, many challenges in my life personally, but as you're listening to this, I guarantee there's been many challenges in your life. And depending on how you look at that story, you've either been hurt by it, you've been destroyed by it, or you've been honed by it. You have been built up because of it. You have been refined by it, not defined by it. And when we, when we play the victim, Unfortunately, those other words that I was using where it says that, uh, that I was defined by that moment of tragedy in my life or that I, uh, that I was a victim of this or that I was a failure at that. And I, I, listen, you guys, for many years, you guys, as you know this, after baseball, that's why I felt that was the way that I, that, is the, that was the mindset that I had. That was the story that I owned. And as I discovered this flame inside of me as it got ignited, um, I also started to, once again, use this one word every single year to impact those areas of my life. And at that time, I didn't have the five foundational pieces. I didn't have the five F's in my life, but I discovered certain ways to describe and to take ownership of those five foundational areas. You know, business, health, and life. That's one of the things that we use with Corner Office Coaching. But it's evolved in my life to be faith, family, finance, or faith, family, fitness, finance, and future faith, family, finance, and my future. Our faith, family, fitness, finance, and my future. So I've said it so many times. Um, and I can see how that one word plays out in every single one of those categories. I had to set things on fire, not necessarily always in a bad way, but sometimes in a good way, right? When you set certain things on fire, it actually can be a tremendous benefit. I had to hone myself and my skills in certain areas of my life. And as I thought about that, as I experienced this word fire, it was amazing how everything started to come to fruition. 
how I saw how, how impactful this word could be and the story that I was taking ownership about what this word was doing in my life. And so at the end of the year, I was really excited about uh, this new word. I was, I was over fire. I did not need another year of fire in my life as good as it was for me. And so as I was thinking about, you know, taking that time, taking those opportunities is just to slow down, which by the way, are really, it's really hard to do, uh, especially during the holiday season and all this work and all these other things are going on in life and you're trying to take a step back. I was listening to a, a podcast and uh, one, of my, my, one of my favorite authors, Mark Batterson, who just came out with a great new book called Win the Day. Um, he was doing an interview and with Carrie Newhoff and uh, man, I was super excited to, to listen to it. And one of the things he talked about was doing a silence retreat. And uh, he talked about doing a 48-hour silence retreat. And I was just absolutely enthralled with this. I was was so excited to do it. I had planned it out. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. I think I can do 24 hours. I mean, this is is super last minute. Uh, This is, uh, you know, this is amidst a lot of other things that are going on in our our life. And and Christmas was coming up in about two weeks. And I'm like, how am I going to fit this in? But I need to fit this in. This is exceptionally important. And, uh, you know, once again, having a loving wife, uh, she, she saw the benefit of this. She understood why this was important and she was encouraging through that. And so as we approached the day, it was a Sunday, the day, the the Sunday before, uh, Christmas, I went up to the cabin, uh, our family cabin on the mountain, and it takes about 15 minutes to get there. No cell phone reception for the most part. And I was able to have a 24 hour silence retreat. Now, I've never done this before, so I didn't really know what exactly to do other than the fact that I wasn't going to have my cell phone and I wasn't going to have any radio, I wasn't going to have any music, I wasn't going to have uh, any television or any of that stuff. Well, that's pretty easy to do up in the cabin. And I had some ideas, but here's the thing is I went into that day without really a plan. I had some things that I wanted to accomplish. I wanted to review again and edit the, 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 another version of the book. Um, I had some other things I needed. I needed to write a bunch of letters in, in, in anticipation of sending the, some copies of the book out. Um, I wanted to uh, obviously reflect. And I started to already hear my word for uh, 2021, but I needed confirmation. <clears throat> I needed to really sit and just be in that moment and listen to if this word was going to be that word for me for 2021 and how it applied to these five foundational pieces in my life. And so as I got up there, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go on a run. And, uh, you know, of course it snowed up there. Uh, it was cold. Um, and so it wasn't the best conditions, but that's what I loved about it. It wasn't the ideal uh, conditions, which were going to make it tougher for me to do it. And I was really excited about doing something tough. And so, um, as I was beginning to run, uh, we've got a, a, a place up there where we kind of set up um, an area so that we could do the Murph. With the Murph, uh, for many of you guys know, it's a mile run, it's 300 squats, it's 200 push-ups, and then 100 pull-ups, and then another mile run. And <clears throat> I wasn't really planning on doing it, but I challenged myself. I was like, if I'm coming up here to do some hard stuff, I'm coming up here to just to really get <clears throat> into... Um, the right mindset, I felt like, man, I got to exhaust myself physically. I got to, I got to do this. And so I did, and it was tiring and exhausting. And it was, uh, everything that I was hoping it would be in the, in what I wanted to accomplish. <clears throat> and then after I was set, done with that, then I was able to just relax and be in the moment. 
And the great thing about this, this is something that I didn't anticipate, is that I didn't have a schedule. I didn't have a time where I had to move on to the next project. I didn't have an, an appointment within two hours that I had to stop what I was doing and then go and, and start to work on something else. And I can't tell you the last time I was that way. I can't tell you when I just had free time to spend as much time on something that was important. A uh, great friend of mine and uh, just an absolute mentor to me, um, Sharon Srivatsa, talks about the flame work and how we don't spend enough time doing the flame work. We spend so much time doing the wick work, but not the flame work, the stuff that puts us and sets us on fire. And so as I was doing that, I was able to get immersed into whatever project I was at the time. And I didn't move on from that project until I was ready to move on. I didn't move on from that moment that I was finding myself in until I was ready to move on and being called to take a break, being called to uh, work on another uh, project. And that in itself right there was absolutely powerful. And so I was able to immerse myself in the things that were important. I was able to immerse myself in those things that we call the tier ones in our lives. And if you listen to uh, Craig Rochelle, he's got a great podcast that he talks about the tier ones, tier twos, and tier threes. And our entire leadership team went through that. And we identify the tiers in our lives. And so I was able to focus for the first time my tier ones. And one of those things that I really wanted to do, as I told you, was to get my word. So I talked about my word. I, I, I thought about it. I prayed about it. I meditated on it. I listened to God. I, I, I tried to figure out like how it applies to every area of my life. <clears throat> and uh, the word that came to me this year, and my word for 2021 is thrive. And this is, I'm super excited about this word. I'm, 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 I'm ecstatic about this word because this is one of the first words that I've had that has had such a positive connotation in my life. Like a, a positive, like it's, it's such a positive word that I can see how it affects every area of my life. I want to thrive in my faith this year. I want to thrive in my family this year. I want to thrive in my fitness. I want to thrive in my finances. And I want to thrive in how we are planning the future and building towards that future. Us, me, we. And so I want to encourage you guys. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know how you've done it in the past or if you've done it in the past. If you haven't done it in the past, I, see, I, I just I cannot implore you enough to go and purchase the book. Just go to Amazon. It's called The One Word That Will Change Your Life. It's a John Gordon book. Awesome. It is literally a bathroom book. You go to the bathroom and you can read it by the time you're done with that bathroom trip. If you've done it in the past before and you're still struggling to figure out if that word is the word for you or you're not even hearing it, I'm telling you a 24 hour silence retreat is an amazing way to separate yourself from the chaos and all of the busyness of the world. Now you might not be able to do that. Maybe you can only do a couple hours, but I would tell you this is like, whatever you can do, do it. Whatever you can do, try to double it. 
you'd be amazed at what you can do if you commit to it. If you can only do six hours, try to do 12 hours. If you can only do three hours, try to do six hours. If you can only do one hour, try to do two hours. But challenge yourself in this area right here. You know, I didn't think I could do 24 hours, but I made the commitment to do it. I knew I couldn't do at that time 48 hours, but here's what I will tell you. As soon as I did 24 hours, I made the commitment to do 48 hours. I'm going to do another 48-hour retreat this year. Not at the end of the year. I'm going to actually do it in the middle of the year at some point in time. And I've already planned out how I'm going to do it. I know exactly how I'm going to schedule my 48 hours. Because I know what I unlocked in 24. What am I going to unlock in 48? You will find out what you will unlock in two hours. What do you think would imagine? What would you think you could imagine to unlock in four hours? Or if you did four hours, what do you think could happen if you did eight? I can't say enough about how powerful the one word that you discover will be in your life. Take the time. Take the moment. And discover your one word. That's all I got for you guys today. Absolutely love you. Thank you so much, you guys. It was a great 2020 in the sense that we grew, our podcast grew, and uh, we continue to uh, we continue to uh, get out there. And uh, you know, we did this because of you. You guys were sharing these podcasts with your uh, your friends and your family members, and it was hitting home with you, or it was hitting home with uh, others in your life. And we would just encourage you to do the same. Uh, help us grow. Help us get these messages out there. Uh, we're really excited about 2021. We've got some great great people that are going to be on. I've got an amazing. Uh, guest that's going to be coming on uh, in the, uh, the, the first quarter of this year. So I cannot wait to share with you uh, who he is. And um, we've got a number of other guests that are planned for the year too that we're excited about. So uh, absolutely love you guys. Have a fantastic uh, rest of your week. And uh, we look forward to talking with you very soon.